At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Good morning, The Engine. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission, all about amplifying the voices of the trans and gender diverse community of The Engine and beyond. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns. And I'm Kai, and I use they, she pronouns. Oh, gosh, Kai, I haven't had you in the studio in forever. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. Gosh, we've got a big episode this episode, too. Oh, yeah, it's a little heavy, actually. Okay, trigger warning for our listeners today. Transmission is covering off on some topics that are pretty heavy. We're talking about the recent Four Corners episode, Blocked, which talks about, yeah, if you haven't known, it's the battle over youth gender care. And in particular, talking about uh, Westmead in New South Wales uh, Hospital. We're talking about the coverage of the ABC coverage of of Four Corners, about how they covered it, why you shouldn't watch it. And um, (laughs) yeah, we're going to we're going to be talking about that today, as well as the week in community events. Because we're not going to have any news this week, because we're going to be we're going to be talking a lot about this particular topic. So yeah, it's a news heavy episode anyway. So we're going to spare you the news for this week in the short segmented style that we normally do. Yeah, all right. But well, we do have some good events. We do. Um, <laughs> before you run off, if you don't want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, trigger warning. You can run <laughs> off in about five ten minutes. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're cis, you should probably listen. Though. Yeah, you definitely um, should. You don't get to tap out. If you don't know what cis is, that's you. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, so this weekend we've got some cool events on. We've got uh, Halley, Holly, I still Holy. don't know. It's Holly. Holly Love A Lot Tour, at, which is 6pm Friday 28th of July at Black Bear Lodge. Tickets are twenty three fifty online, including booking fee. Queer pop newcomer Holly shares their dazzling debut EP, This Is Love, inspired by their life and experiences as they explore the fluidity of their emotions, identity, sexuality, and gender. This Is Love consists of five alt-pop anthems. Yo! Yeah, and this is their end of their tour as far as I know. They've just been down the East Coast and finishing up home. They're a local artist for us here in Mianjin. Yeah, they're awesome. Love Holly. Yeah, uh, big, big love. fun. Should be fun gig. Also, on Saturday, 29th of July at 5pm is Q Night at Quiver, which is in Wind Lane in Fortitude Valley. It's $10 ticket on the door, $5 for early bird online. Get on that. Your monthly queer night is back, starting off the night with a folk Latin fusion acoustic set of heartfelt originals and crude storytelling from beloved friend of the show, Lenny Pirano, followed by light-facilitated mingling hosted by trans-mask non-binary queer legend Zach to help you get the combo started with that cutie over there. You can see them next to the bar. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Zach will help you with that. With resident DJ Hull Hibbo and DJ Jaguar B keeping you dancing and vibing all through the night. So yeah, come when you want, wear what you like. Yeah. Have fun. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. good gig. And then on Sunday to wind you down, there's Suffix Yoga, which is at 10 a.m. on Sunday. <laughs> Just grab me uh, keys. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, at Kirilpa Hall. Yeah. 174 Boundary Street in West End. Tickets are $15. The class is exclusively for queer women, non-binary and trans folk. This includes non-binary and trans people of any gender or stage of transition. And the class will be beginner-friendly, but our lovely queer instructor will provide options to bring the heat for more experienced yogis. Bring your own mat or buy one on the day for 5 or $10 to take home with you. Nice. Nice. Some good stuff going on. So wholesome. What it's a also, nice weekend. It's also, um, you know, one of the most huge international events happening in Australia at the moment, Australia and New Zealand, which is the FIFA Women's World Cup. If you're not watching it, what kind of lesbian are you? Um, (laughs) Yes, it is the gay sport of choice. Um, (laughs) It really is. Uh, I absolutely loving it. Uh, I've watched every. We've watched. Kind of. I've watched every single match so far. Uh, So that's an obscene (laughs) amount of football that we've been watching. And yeah, if you're if you're lesbian, what the heck are you doing? Get get on this. It's Mm -hmm, such a good, mm -hmm. brilliant athletes. Just to clarify, absolutely love football. Oh yeah, no, they actually (laughs) play the game. It's not just the eye candy. I'm sure Dykes on Mike's on a Wednesday at 6. They'll tell you all about the eye candy. Mm-hmm. Mm. But an, another acceptable sport is the Recklink Cup, which is this weekend on Sunday as well. Yes. We've probably got a spot for that later. Yeah, we, well, we've already played it, but I can play oh, it again. there you go. The annual Brisbane Community Cup is almost here. The Rocking Horses and the Brisbane Lions have been training hard for the important 30th birthday charity Aussie Rules Football Match. On July the 30th, see your favourite musos face off against industry and media moguls on the field and help raise funds for RecLink's community support programs. A family-friendly day of hand, egg and hydration with live music from Hope D, YB and Square to Boot. Grab your ticks now. Search Brisbane Community Cup on Austix. Proud supporters of 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, which is all about amplifying the voices of the trans community here in the engine and beyond. Trigger warning, we're about to dive into a pretty heavy discussion about Four Corners episode that aired a couple of weeks ago now called Blocked. Kai and I watched it yesterday. We have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, we watched it so you don't have to. Yeah, um. <laughs> the, the consensus is don't watch it. Yeah. <sighs> it's yeah. okay, the turfs are upset about it too, so I guess that's everyone's pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I want to get to that later when we talk okay. about right. balance and things like that. But okay. um, gonna So go the with. episode description for this Four Corners episode is called So The Battle Over Gender Youth... Gender... Youth gender care. That's fine, I can speak. Patricia Cavellis breaks open the debate, navigating polarised arguments and scientific research on issues including medical interventions, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. Yeah, I haven't even heard anyone refer to it as cross-sex hormones before, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, It's a weird choice of words. Yeah, so um, it's focusing primarily on the Westmead Children's Gender Service, which is based in New South Wales, which published some controversial research. In quotations, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, into um, young people presenting with gender dysphoria. This research has been widely criticised by the trans community and like allies of the trans community and health professionals uh, that work with the trans community, but anti-trans advocates have kind of embraced it to use it to support their beliefs that being transgender is really just a mental illness is is pretty much what it seems like they're going for. Yeah, which just so you know, if you're tuning in, is not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. not, that's not evidence-based. Not, I don't mm. know that 
Uh, but if you're a regular listener to the show, you know, you, hopefully we don't really need to convince you of this, but transness exists throughout the animal kingdom. It's not even uh, mm. innately a human thing. There are multiple genders and sexes throughout the living world, and there are multiple living organisms that also change their sex or gender. So, yeah, it's it's not even... Yeah. <laughs> also, intersex people are real and ex- very much exist in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if TERFs get all upset about trans people, it's like, well, what about intersex people? What are you going to say about that? We exist. We all exist, all us trans and people. And have for so, thousands know. and thousands of years. You know, some mm-hmm. of our earliest pieces of writing are about trans people. So, yeah, this is not... Mm-hmm. It's not a new anyway, thing. We're not trying to convince you. We no, know you know. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it's also so a lot of people think that there has just been this onslaught of of predominantly young people suddenly identifying as trans. Which they talk about in this Four Corners episode, yeah. Yeah, and that's why they were, you know, doing these uh that's what these research papers were kind of somewhat focusing on but it's kind of like how I think it was in the 50s or something when they suddenly allowed people to start being left-handed and they didn't punish people they weren't like beating people for being left-handed in yeah, schools that's right and then suddenly all of these people were just left-handed so wow <laughs> oh my gosh there's so many left-handed people how we didn't know they just never existed until now right mm-hmm yeah mm. yeah it's just mm-hmm. coincidence right yeah yeah same with the gays and lesbians where they come from <laughs> It's just a fad. It's just a fad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so uh, that's another thing that these gender critical people are, are um, suggesting or saying that, you know, young trans people are just confused gays and lesbians. Yes. So there's that. So throughout this uh, one hour slash 45, no, 50, 58 minute documentary that we watched mm. there was a lot of like cutting back and forth between parents of trans children and their struggles including a shared story of one mother in particular who lost her son tragically to suicide so this particular documentary covers off on the the impact that society and media are having on young people a young trans people in particular and also how this hospital is using slash justifying, I don't know, its research to further support isolating or condemning that young people, particularly the Westmead Hospital, is using its research to say that parents are the reason their children are mentally ill and that is why they are trans. Yeah. Which is really, it's really messed up. I don't think any parent... (laughs) I mean, we heard the story through this, this Four Corners episode of a mother who lost her son through Westmead and he he, through, he took his life because there wasn't enough support coming out of Westmead for him yes. and the parents. Yeah, there's there's actually so many issues coming out of this clinic. So, um, you know, p- part of it is the questionable papers that they released, but mm-hmm. then it was also they were receiving so much funding and then they were sending away patients who had who were too far into puberty so we're beyond help which is which is ridiculous absolutely ridiculous because of the people can transition at any stage of life yeah there's not like oh too far sorry you're stuck you know interesting (laughs) fact you don't need hormones to transition either it's a completely optional journey to you and your body exactly the gender affirming support that you can receive doesn't necessarily mean that you have to medically transition you know that doesn't need to be part of it if you so choose if you so choose yeah Mm. exactly so that was part of it but then they also just 
weren't taking on very many patients at all, despite getting like a whole lot of funding and not having any Yeah, they any got millions staff. of dollars worth of funding, and then all of a sudden it sort of disappeared, and then they weren't taking on new patients. Also, mm. the patient numbers were, you know, like, oh, they had 83 patients one year, and then the next year they had three new patients. Yeah. Whereas you look at the hospital hub here in Brisbane, which is the Children's Hospital in the Royal Brisbane, I believe, they were taking, they've got like nine over 900 new patients a year. Yeah, and it was like over 1,000 in Nam, Melbourne. Yes. So there's there's your sort of questionable. questionable. But also I just really wanted to, I want to say that a lot of what Westmead were doing by not providing help meant that a lot of parents and those those children were left confused about what direction they could go in to get the help they needed. And so they just sort of abandoned them as their way of treatment, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's... <sighs> It's really, really tragic. There, there was, there, there is mention of suicide throughout this coverage, and it's also Westmead are using their research to blame the parents. And I want you to know, if you're a parent of a trans kid out there right now, it is not your fault that your kids are trans. It's no one's fault. Fault being the word that I want to point out here, that anyone is any way that they are. Okay, you know, this is a very it's, it's very challenging, I imagine, to be a parent and not understand what's happening for your kids and then you get society telling you one thing. The thing that is making your kids sick and what making them re- what's making them really sad is the media, is, the, is this, the, all this misinformation and the lack of access to real, authentic, genuine help. And this particular hospital were doing the exact opposite. They were neglecting intentionally and just and changing the findings of their research to support their biases. Mm. And, it's yeah. so heartbreaking. I mean, there just isn't enough support for parents of any kind of children out there, you know, like regardless of what kind of children you have, there's not enough support for parents. But then to add on having a trans kid, like that would be so hard if you don't know where to go and then you find out, okay, I'm meant to go to this, this hospital, they've got a place that specialises in it and then they won't help. Mm. Um, you know, it was also like... Yeah, it was. You, you could just see tra- tragedy waiting to happen. Yeah, when there isn't enough support. Yeah, for, for for parents, for families, for trans kids, for trans youth, and trans folks in general. One parent in this documentary actually moved states to be closer to proper support and medical treatment for her daughter. So yeah, probably saved um, her and probably saved her life. So. Yeah, we're condemning Westmead today because it's pretty abhorrent. I wanted to also talk a bit about the language that was used throughout this documentary. Now, if you are not a trans person, you won't be familiar with some of the things, some turf rhetoric, turf dog whistles, little language, little things that they say that make them sound completely reasonable. They're Mm -hmm. not reasonable. They're actually very insidious language to make you feel like there's something, and I'm going to use the word degenerate, about your kid Mm -hmm. and being trans, which is a fascist Nazi rhetoric. These people have ties to Nazism. They are against that they're really, they're not good people. (laughs) They're not good people. TERFs are basically trans Nazis, all right? So, transphobic Nazis. Well, look, so, so uh, yeah. 
in in Nazi Germany, you know, they, we all know about the stats. It was, you know, like six million Jewish people were were killed in Nazi Germany, but we know that it was eleven million people in total died. Yes, during that yes. time. So other groups of people that were killed were trans people and autistic people, and those are the kind of people that were given the name degenerate. That was that's very mm-hmm. Nazi language to use to dehumanize certain groups of people. So that's that's something that's that's still happening. You know, those photos of um, the book burnings that happened during the Holocaust, very, very famous photos. Most of those photos are actually burning books that were uh, studies into hormone replacement therapy for trans folks. So, you know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of really important knowledge. And research knowledge. into, like, neurodiverse, being neurodiverse and other... Mm-hmm. But it was H- Hirschfield's school that those most famous pictures of the book burnings are from, is uh, specifically trans folk. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so we're, it, it's one of those things that kind of makes you feel a little insane saying, but, you know, but it's unfortunately really, really true. Yeah, and some of the language that's in or said by some of the people interviewed in this Four Corners episode blocked, is very sinister language. I, I don't particularly like how the journalist who was reporting on this, Patricia Carvelis, uses the word cross-sex hormones. That's just a really, this really weird language. It's not language that trans folk use. It's not language that's used by medical professionals that deal with my hormone therapy. It's just HRT, which is hormone replacement therapy. Trans people aren't the only people who have access to HRT. Cis people have access to HRT. Cis men and cis women at a variety of different points in their life, they may need it. They may be prescribed it. They may be offered it by, particularly if you're someone who experiences menopause, HRT is not uncommon. Oh, yeah. I had HRT when I was 14. It's called the pill. Yes, um, that too. And a lot of teenagers are on it oh. for a variety of reasons. I also had friends who their puberty didn't start when it was expected to. And so, you know, I'm not sure if these friends were, were intersex or not, but they were then put on hormones to make their puberty happen within the window that it was expected to instead of waiting for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. But <laughs> so this particular... So also, like, this Four Corners episode talks about all oh, the side effects of HRT and how irreversible they are and how scary and terrifying it is. Okay, first of all, it's... Do you think the people that are going for HRT have, like, just made this decision on a whim? No. Also, a lot of the things that are side effects of of hormone replacement therapy are reversible. Most of them are. Some of them aren't. And that's something that a good doctor will walk you through and talk you through, as well as the options of waiting if you want, how you want it to be administered. There is so... You have a flex... You should have flexibility in your decision. But also, the, the irreversible effects of HRT are less severe than some other hormone replacement therapy that is very commonly used, such as the pill. Yeah, it's also more reversible than, like, suicide. Yeah, Sorry to be <laughs> heavy and blunt there, but seriously. Open Doors Youth Service is a Southeast Queensland support service for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and or intersex youth aged 12 to 24 and their families. Open Doors believes that all young people have the right to explore, experience and express their gender and sexuality in safe and supportive environments and offers a range of programs and counselling services, as well as support services for parents of LGBTI youth and community education and training. For more information, visit their website at www.opendoors.net.au. Sponsors of 4ZZZ. 
You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. And I'm Kai, and I use they, she pronouns. We're going to just continue our discussion about the Four Corners episode, Blocked, which pretty much it's all focusing on the battle over youth gender care and talking about Westmead Children's Gender Care Service, which is based in New South Wales, how they've done a terrible job of taking care of trans, trans youth and their parents, really. so And putting out research. And and Poorly. just being good at any kind of research. <laughs> uh, apparently not so great, particularly on this front. So, Kai, where are we at? Uh, right. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, there's, there's just so many things. So since the Four Corners episode, the New South Wales Health Minister, Ryan Park, has announced a review of the scientific evidence related to healthcare for young trans folk. There will be an independent body looking into it and he's apparently vowed to improve the care available to transgender children and review gender research after after this media report. So at least some, you know, attention has been brought to it by this Four Corners... This coverage, yeah. Coverage, yeah. Yeah, it's tricky too because I think... My feeling and my general sense of this whole coverage, like this 58 minutes I'm not going to get back, Hmm. um, it wasn't all terrible. There was a particular doctor, Dr. Ian Hickey, who sort of spoke and cut through a lot of this sort of like these these other doctors that were just, they're TERFs. We looked them up, we found them, they talk (laughs) on TERF sites, they are TERFs, they are very proud TERFs. They don't like trans people, they think they are, like we said previously. uh, They are at the head of some TERF organisations. Yeah. Um, They go to TERF meetings to talk, like they have titled themselves TERFs. Yes, self-titled TERFs, uh, the worst kind. (laughs) Um, You know, that's like some Kelly J. Keene stuff right there, you know? So Mm -hmm. one of them even spoke with Kelly J. Keene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Like, Kelly J. Keene was uh, featured in it. During her time here, yeah. Another person that was featured in it, you know, on the side of the anti-trans people was Donald Trump. So, like, you know, that's... And then, of course, they filmed the Nazis that were there in support of... Yes, they did. um, Kelly J. Keene. So that's who we're dealing with, really. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, it was... I don't know. I... The coverage of, of that... The fact that ABC put a microphone to a turf to begin with, in my opinion, is you've done your job wrong. You've done your job wrong, because trans people are just people. We're just trying to live our lives with our bodies and do our own thing. We don't want to bother anybody, we, you know. And when you have people go, oh, they're out there being insidious. These trans people being insidious. They're not. Where are the stats on that? None of them are. There's like less. We're less than three percent of the population, guys. It, well, I, come I like, on, what are we going to do to you? I understand they're trying to do, like, balanced journalism, but, you know, is balanced journalism, you know, really asking, like, you know, can you imagine now, in, in 2023, mm. um, that we put a microphone to someone that thinks being homosexual is a sin and, you know, and that uh, homosexuals are... Are we going to have that conversation? Are, are yeah. evil and creepy and whatever, you know, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Can't it, you keep your life indoors? I don't want to see it. Is it really balanced journalism <laughs> when some people are just trying to get by and other people are trying to, like, stop those people from existing? Also, while I was watching Four Corners and I'm watching these TERFs, these people talk about what they think and whatever, whatever, I'm looking at them like, they're so angry and they're so wired. They're so eggy. They're so, so eggy. So what I mean by egg... I'm probably like outing like trans lingo now, is someone who doesn't know they're trans yet. <laughs> you know, why are you so angry about something that has nothing to do with you <laughs> or your body? It's, it's even less, it's even less your issue than being gay or lesbian because 
being trans is about your personal body and identity. It has nothing, it has less to do with other people than being gay or lesbian. So, I don't know, I find it just really ups- just really confusing why people get so worked up about other people. Well, it I mean, yeah, them. I think, I think, unless it does affect them, yeah, on I think some people level, have been know? like, no, well, I mean, because I, I wanted to be a boy when I was younger, but you know, I grew out of that because that's wrong, you know, like it's, <laughs> it, so it is weird. a little questionable, um, but yeah, I don't know, some people are also just <laughs> a bit <laughs> twisted. It is a bit twisted, but anyway, I'm just getting all fired but, up in here. It's you fine. know, so, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I question, you know, it being really balanced. I do know that the turfs are also upset about that episode, so. That's because you know, they, one of the doctors was like, just get over yourself. It's fine. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> Why do you have such an issue with this? <laughs> Help people down. Yeah, but like, but some of the language, like at one point, the uh, the lady who did the... Uh, Patricia Covellis? Yes. Yeah. Said um, females assigned at birth, which is like trying to do the right lingo, but like obviously just has not worked with a trans person to make sure that they are, you know, talking about this correctly yes. because females assigned at birth is wrong. It's, it's wrong. I, and I, I, and I could see how someone that doesn't know what they're talking about can like not understand, understand why it's wrong, but it's, it's, if you're going to use that kind of language, which we try to avoid doing anyway, because it's still just a binary of like, what genitals do you have? Pretty um, much. Mm-hmm. But assigned female at birth, you know, that, it's said that way because someone apparently like looked at you and was like, oh, yeah, I am assigning you female. And it kind of highlights what a silly kind of system that is. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, oh, evidently. Yeah. Evidently. Um, but, but saying females, like they are females assigned that way at birth. Like it's, yeah. it's saying, no, you're still, you're still just a female. You, you know, it, it's you can hear the subconscious like, what's the biases point? of the of the reporter. What's basically. the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, you just don't know. You know, it would have been really good, and it was very evident that uh, you know trans people weren't involved in the process of the production of this episode of Four Corners, which is why I'm going to caution everyone who watches this episode, or should you decide to, to note that the reporter clearly doesn't have a trans person involved with the actual production. So when you're talking. Nothing about us without us. Yeah. That applies to all marginalized communities across the world. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk about a community and you don't have that community involved in that representation of their community, you are doing journalism wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, so trans health research, who we recommend everyone go to all the time because they're, mm-hmm. they're really mm-hmm. great. Transhub.org.au. I think that's a different website. It's the same one. <laughs> I think that's a New South Wales-based mm. organisation. Anyway, <laughs> Trans Health Research, which you can find on social media under that name. Some of the people that work there have posted a an article on the conversation talking about how health research must be ethical and what needs to be done to make sure that you know the right things are taken into consideration for trans folks and their families and for any marginalized community everyone needs culturally safe research yes uh you want to get and they talk there about the nothing about us without us and do no harm and do good those are you know some of the three most important tenets of doing ethical research which mess westmead obviously um wasn't (laughs) wasn't doing very well failed yeah Sorry, it's transresearch.org.au. My apologies. 
transhub.org.au uh, will take you to a bunch of great resources otherwise, but that is a New South Wales-based one. The Trans Research, if you'd like to look into what research is currently ongoing, what peer-reviewed publications there are, including reports, they also have events and other resources as well on their website. It's, it's really, really good, really, really condensed, really well written and taken care of and managed. It's transresearch.org.au. This isn't just for trans folk. This is also for allies and cis folk. If you want to understand and learn more and you want real facts, you want facts about what trans people, what mm. we, what we're made up of, what kind of hormones we have. If you want evidence-based you research, transresearch.org.au. Go there, get what you need. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, they're good folks doing the good work and not everyone doing research there is trans, but a, a good amount of people there are. And heavily involved in the process. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're, they're good. Just go check them out. I just want to rattle off some facts just real quick. Mm-hmm. One in three trans people take their own lives. We have the highest suicide rates of any marginalized community in the world. Our suicide rates are so high that it's a pandemic level of death. It is absolutely imperative that we look out for trans kids. They have even higher rates than that. And it's really, really scary. They're extremely vulnerable. You've been a child once. You know what it's like to be confused by your thoughts and feelings. Imagine that and then the world telling you that you're wrong. That you're wrong to just exist and to want to play with the things you want to play with. Dress the way you want to dress. Women, for centuries, have known what it's been like to be told how to dress. These children are the same. They're being told what they can and can't be. And they're dying. So please, please, please... Read something by transresearch.org.au. Get informed by an organization that's doing the hard work for you and stop repeating things that you hear on the TV, on TikTok, all this sort of stuff. You need to be doing... You're smart. 4ZZZ listeners are not stupid. I know you're not stupid. Look after your community by being informed. It's not our job to educate you on everything, just like it's not indigenous issue, indigenous people educating you on what you've done to their community. It's the same thing. We're in the same boat. So please, protect trans children. <laughs> they need it. And their parents. Oh, my gosh, their parents. They're doing the best that they can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we've come to the end of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably for the best. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am. Join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. Thank you so much for tuning in and that's all from Transmission. Yeah, we love you and take care of each other. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.